Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. Uh, So 1 Peter 2 verse 6, for in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. So that's the next three verses. Um, And I just want to show you, first of all, that I think the sort of key word uh, in this whole bit in uh, 1 Peter 2 is the word chosen. Uh, So I've put up there all the way from uh, verse 4 through to verse 10. And uh, you'll see verse 4. We've already looked at it. We've been praying into it, uh, talking about Jesus. uh, Jesus um, as the one who is uh, rejected by humans, but chosen by God. So saying there that Jesus is chosen by God and precious to him, verse 4. If you go down beyond our verses for today, verse 9, it talks about us Christians, that we are chosen. We're a chosen people, a royal priesthood. And that word chosen, it comes in our three verses, verses 6 to 8 that we're looking at uh, as well. In verse 6, it says, uh, see, I lay a stone in Zion, um, a chosen and precious cornerstone. Again, referring to Jesus. Um, and the th- if we just go zoom in on the three verses we're looking at again, there, verse 6, 7 and 8, um, you'll see that each of them, each of the three verses, are, um, have got a quote from the Old Testament in them. Uh, but all three are quotes connected to the idea of um, being chosen by God, whether it's Jesus being chosen by God or whether it's Christians, us uh, being chosen by God. So let me just uh, sort of talk you through each of them uh, this morning. Um, so get your, get your thinking caps on. Uh, verse six, um, is uh, you'll see there, is Isaiah, it's a quote from Isaiah 28, verse 16. Uh, so God's speaking, and he's speaking of his, um, his choosing a cornerstone in Zion. Uh, and interestingly, you'll see there as Peter uh, takes that verse from Isaiah. In Isaiah, um, if you look at the end of verse six, Isaiah says it is um, it's the one who trusts in it will never be put to shame. Uh, but Peter changes that and changes it from the one who trusts in it will never be put to shame uh, to uh, the one who trusts in him. Uh, will never be put to shame, just applying it directly to Jesus, saying God has has this chosen and precious cornerstone, Jesus, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. So that's verse 6. Then verse 7 uh, is quoting Psalm 118, uh, verse 22, and it's speaking of the Lord's choosing of Jesus again, and yet some uh, reject him. So the stone, Jesus, the builders rejected, has become the cornerstone. And then verse 8, back in Isaiah, uh, quoting Isaiah 8, verse 14. And it's looking at what happens to us humans based on our response to Jesus. So Jesus does divide people. He causes some to stumble. It says they're a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. Indeed, Peter then comments after he's quoted from Isaiah 8. uh, He says there, you'll see, they stumble because they disobey the message which is also what they were destined for. Um, And that sense of uh, being destined for, again, the idea of being chosen. So these three Old Testament passages uh, are all about being chosen, about God choosing Jesus 
and God choosing us or not choosing us, what they were destined for. Now, as I say all that, uh, this idea of us being chosen, um, it causes all sorts of problems, doesn't it, in, in terms of our thinking? Is, you know, is everything predestined? Uh, do we not actually have a choice at all because it's all just preordained? What's the point of evangelism if it's all preordained? Some are chosen and some are not. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, it's a huge debate that's been going on for many, many years. Uh, but let me just say one thing to note on that and then one helpful illustration. I think the thing to note, uh, as it is here in 1 Peter 2, but it's all over the place in the Bible, in Romans 10, in all sorts of places, uh, what you find is the Bible is not embarrassed about people being chosen by God and saying that very clearly. And yet at the same time, in the sort of same passage, also urging people to make a choice, to make a decision to turn to Jesus. Uh, indeed, so often what happens, you, you see it written side by side that it's 100% uh, divinely chosen, uh, destined before time, but it's also 100% a human choice in the present, a choice for each and every human being of which we are morally responsible for, a choice which is fully ours. Um, and we're not pre-programmed robots uh, to turn to Jesus, to put our trust in Jesus. How those two fit together, I'm never totally sure. Uh, maybe you've got a clever answer, I don't know. Um, but what is clear is that the Bible's not embarrassed about saying both are possible at the same time. And the, the, the sort of simple illustration that I have um, heard that, that um, I think is, I found most helpful on this um, is it's an illustration from a long time ago. It's, um, somebody, I, I'm quoting the person that used this illustration first of all. You may have heard of more modern versions of it, but um, there was a chap called H.A. H. Ironside and he, he said this, and I'm just going to read it out. Uh, he said this, this was just before World War II, I think it was 1935 or something like this, that he said this. And I'm just going to read this to finish, um, just about this sort of how do you hold together the fact that uh, people are chosen, um, but actually we have a, a choice of whether to put our trust in Jesus or not. And he used this illustration, and I'll just use it to say it to finish. He says, here's a vast um, host of people hurrying down the broad road uh, with their minds fixed upon their sins. And one stands calling attention to yonder door, the entrance into the narrow way that leads to life eternal. On it, this door, is plainly depicted the text, whosoever will, let them come. Every person is invited. No one need hesitate. Some may say, well, I may not be of the elect, of the chosen. And so it'd be useless for me to endeavour to come for the door will not open for me. But God's invitation is absolutely sincere. It is addressed to every person. Whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Revelation 22, verse 17. If people refuse to come, if they pursue their own godless way down to the pit, whom can they blame but themselves or their eternal judgment? The messenger addressed himself to all. The call came to all. The door could be entered by all, but many refused to come and perished in their sins. Such people can never blame God for their eternal destruction. The door was open. The invitation was given. They refused. And he says to them sorrow, sorrowfully, ye will not come unto me that ye might have life. But some will say, I am going inside. I will accept the invitation. I will enter that door. And they press their way in and it shuts behind them. And as they turn about, they find written on the inside of the door, the words chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. 
And I find just that simple image of a door and people on the outside of the door uh, looking up and what does it say on the door? It says, whosoever will, let them come. Whosoever will, it's the choice for us. We've all got a choice. Whosoever will, let them come. But as we go through the door and we enter into relationship with Jesus, we look back at that door and written on the other side is there chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. And it's just an encouragement, I think, that when we think about what it is to be chosen, chosen, being chosen, it is a reason to evangelise. And it is a reason also for us Christians to know total assurance. We've been chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. Today we prayed with thanks uh, for the truth that whosoever will let them come, that we have a choice to come to Jesus, but that also uh, we are chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world and the wonderful assurance that that brings, chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. So we prayed with thanks into that. And then we prayed for our upcoming carol services uh, and all that's going to happen there. And we prayed that there will be many uh, who um, will come to Jesus in those carol services. So do please be praying for that. And thank you so much for praying.